Rend your heart and not your garments, and turn unto the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness, and repenteth him of evil. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 95 on page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great king above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepare the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways. Unto whom I swear my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 56 on page 408. Be merciful unto me, O God, for man goeth about to devour me. He is daily fighting and troubling me. Mine enemies are daily at hand to swallow me up, for they be many that fight against me, O thou most highest. Nevertheless, though I am sometime afraid, yet put I my trust in thee. I will praise God because of his word. I have put my trust in God and will not fear what flesh can do unto me. They daily mistake my words. All that they imagine is to do me evil. They hold all together and keep themselves close and mark my steps when they lay wait for my soul. Shall they escape for their wickedness? Thou, O God, in thy displeasure shall cast them down. Thou tellest my wanderings. Put my tears into thy bottle. Are not these things noted in thy book? Whensoever I call upon thee, then shall mine enemies be put to flight. This I know, for God is on my side. In God's word will I rejoice. In the, in the Lord's word will I comfort me. Yea, in God have I put my trust. I will not be afraid what man can do unto me. Unto thee, O God, will I pay my vows. Unto thee will I give thanks. For thou hast delivered my soul from death and my feet from falling, that I may walk before God in the light of the living. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 21st verse of the 25th chapter of the book of Genesis. Now Isaac pleaded with the Lord for his wife, because she was barren. 
And the Lord granted his plea, and Rebekah, his wife, conceived. But the children struggled together within her, and she said, If all is well, why am I this way? So she went to inquire of the Lord. And the Lord said to her, Two nations are in your womb. Two peoples shall be separated from your body. One people shall be stronger than the other, and the older shall ser serve the younger. So when her days were fulfilled for her to give birth, indeed there were twins in her womb. And the first came out red. He was like a hairy garment all over, and they called his name Esau. Afterwards his brother came out, and his hand took hold of Esau's heel, so his name was called Jacob. Isaac was 60 years old when she bore them. So the boys grew, and Esau was a skillful hunter, a man of the field, but Jacob was a mild man dwelling in tents. And Isaac loved Esau because he ate of his game, but Rebekah loved Jacob. Now Jacob cooked a stew, and Esau came in from the field, and he was weary. And Esau said to Jacob, Please feed me with that same red stew, for I am weary. Therefore his name was called Edom. But Jacob said, Sell me your birthright as of this day. And Esau said, Look, I'm about to die, so what profit shall this birthright be to me? Then Jacob said, Swear to me as of this day. So he swore to him and sold his birthright to Jacob. And Jacob gave Esau bread and stew of lentils. Then he ate and drank, arose, and went his way. Thus Esau despised his birthright. Here endeth the first lesson. Benedictus S. on page 11. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the twelfth verse of the sixth chapter of the epistle of the first epistle to the Corinthians. All things are lawful for me, but all things are not helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. Foods for the stomach and the stomach for foods, but God will destroy both it and them. Now the body is not for sexual immorality, but for the Lord and the Lord for the body. And God both raised up the Lord and will also raise us up by his power. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them members of a harlot? Certainly not. Or do you not know that he who is joined to a harlot is one body with her? For the two, he says, shall become one flesh. But he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. Flee sexual immorality. Every sin that a man does is outside the body. But he who commits sexual immorality sins against his own body. 
Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own? For you were bought at a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Here endeth the second lesson. Benedictus on page 14. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people, or the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, who seest that we have no power of ourselves to help ourselves, keep us both outwardly in our bodies and inwardly in our souls, that we may be defended from all adversities which may happen to the body, and from all evil thoughts which may assault and hurt the soul, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that thou hast made, and dost forgive the sins of all those who are penitent, create making us new and contrite hearts, that we... Worthy lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may attain of thee, the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, 
Defend us, thy humble servants, and all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries. Through the might of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty, everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power. Grant that this day we fall to no sin, neither unto any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Good morning, everyone. Uh, just some quick thoughts about today's lessons. Um, we begin with our, our passage here from Genesis, and we see the, first of all, uh, Rebecca's struggle with uh, infertility in this case. It's a recurring theme that we see throughout Scripture. And just to make note that, you know, we're given Jacob's age. And so from that, we know that Rebecca has been struggling with this for 20 years at this point. So it's been, you know, weighing on her. And we see from this passage that, you know, she's finally been granted this gift of, of conceiving. And at first it would seem like she's especially blessed at this point because she has two children right now, but then she's struggling through her pregnancy. So she actually takes this, her, her struggle to God and receives an answer. And that's a, an important lesson for us to, to take all our struggles even when it seems like a prayer has been answered, sometimes we see this prayer been answered and then things don't work out exactly like we want them to. And then we somehow feel guilty about, you know, we think we're complaining or, you know, you know, not being thankful. And our key in prayer is always to talk to God about these things, always to go to him, always be open and give God the opportunity to actually engage with us and explain things to us and to, to, he wants to be there for us in all things. He doesn't want us to put on airs, to put on false smiles, especially in, in prayer. He wants us to take our struggles. He wants us to take the things that we're afflicted by, these things that we're going through. He wants to be there for us. He is there for us. And if we would open ourselves and have a relationship with him, he will respond to us and give us that hope and comfort that we're looking for. And then we have the, the birth of Esau and Jacob. And this will also be a, a, it's a recurring theme in scripture where, you know, the tradition is that the, the firstborn son is owed the birthright in throughout we see in scripture that the birthright means that he he becomes the head of the family it is his through him that the family line continues and the younger sons are often seen or could be seen as spares just in case something happens to the older then the next one in line takes over but they are not owed anything in the same way that the oldest one is but this recurring theme of the younger taking over for the older, the rules of society are not necessarily God's rules. He will bless whom he will bless. So we see this recur in, in the story of, of 
Joseph. We will see this recur in, you know, with David, the younger son being blessed above his, his elder brothers. But also we see here an important thing is Esau is only concerned about things in the immediate. He's very earthy and so in that way, his father loves him. But we can see here that he's willing to sell his birthright, birthright for a, a, a pot of porridge. He looks at the temporary discomfort of his hunger and says, I'm starving. And we may laugh about this and say, this is silly, but it was something that we all do in our own lives is we squander our birthright. We are all heirs with Christ of the kingdom of heaven. And we have to look at how we in our own lives squander this right to the the the, the joys and, and the comfort of our relationship with God for a temporary want or desire. And this is brought out in our, our New Testament lesson where Paul is talking about the problem of sexual immorality. You know, it's a sin in two ways, two important ways. One is that it is it objectifies the other person. It objectifies other people as a thing that we use to satisfy some desire or want. We do not see them as people, as persons. As an individual with respect, we see them as the means to an end. Even when the person seemingly agrees to engage in this thing with us, we have to remember that often they are seeking comfort for some past trauma, and they're seeking it in a disordered way. And so not only are we... we using them as an object we are doing more and more damage to their their souls and their personhood by using them this way and reinforcing this disordered behavior but the the point that paul is making today is that not only does is it a sin against another person it is a sin against the self it is a violation of who we are because we especially for us christians who live in Christ and Christ lives in us. We are squandering this opportunity by misusing ourselves and our bodies in this way, by engaging in this these immoral acts. We are doing a disservice not only to ourselves, but to Christ himself, because we are saying, the relationship I have with you, Jesus, is not good enough. I need this other thing, and I'm willing to do this thing to myself, even though you 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 promised me all these great things and these unspeakable joys. That's not enough right now. Right now, I need this quick fix. And so it does incredible damage to ourselves and our relationships with, with Jesus. And so, in essence, it's us squandering our birthright for this immediate thing, which, when we come to our senses, we see how silly it is. 
But at this moment, we can see nothing else. And so the answer, once again, is to pray, is to turn to Jesus in these times of temptation, in these times of, of our struggles, is to pray. The answer is always to pray. So just some thoughts about today's lessons. We continue with a prayer for all conditions of men on the bottom of page 18. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, and hold the faith in unity of spirit and the bond of peace and righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are anyways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. That it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and happy issue of all their afflictions. This we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this morning. Hope you have a great Wednesday. Thanks, Father John. Have a good thank day, everybody. You, yeah, thank you, Father John. Bye, kiddos.